Welcome to Amateur Hour, the show with the best personalities talking about sports for no money. Zach, it's uh, it, this is the best time in sports. Coming off the NCAA tournament, baseball just started. It's Masters week. Is there a better time in sports than right now? We're living in the best time in sports. Absolutely agree, JMO. We got the Masters on today. That doesn't sound like you agree. You seem distracted agree. by watching golf. Exactly. We do That's because it is the best time. Thank you. You proved my point. It is the absolute best time of the year for sports. Actually, you proved your own point right there because you said that first. I don't want to take your credit. Sorry. Yeah, we do have golf on in the studio today um, because we can't afford to miss a moment. Absolutely not. T- Tiger's done now, but uh, he had a rough day. Well, he finished two over, three yes. over. Two some, over. Two, two over. over. Uh, no, no, no. One over. He birdied the last he, one? No, no. He was one over going into the uh, 17 and 18. He par both. Oh, he was, he was definitely two over. Well, I'm yeah. fired. Forgive me. It's all right. We, that's why you're not getting paid, Zach, because you're not paid to have the correct information. Yeah, he was two. He was three over at one point. I think he birdied one of the last. He didn't, do, he didn't play well at Amon Corner because he bogeyed 11 and 12. So, tough day for Tiger. Um, but, you know, you never know. It's a long week. Make a cut. Maybe do a little something on Tiger the weekend. Tiger Woods is one over. Ooh, what, so what, y'all what was can his suck it? What was his back? So what his like back I nine look like? Two over and then birdie. Okay, two over and then he birdied. Good, good commentary from uh, Calvin right there. Thank you, Calvin. Uh, what what his back nine look like? Do you have it pulled up? I can stall for you for a second if you need to pull it up. Yes, you're gonna have to stall. That That's would be all right. Great. Um, yeah. So he had a tough back nine. A tough. Oh, he's on the 18. He's on 18 right now. He just yeah, birdied. So he is one over. Oh yeah, he just birdied 17. Per- then. That's perfect that's what it was. timing. Thank you, Tiger. Go ahead and par this. Like I said, so you can be one over. If he birdies, I won't be mad either. This is good radio right here. We're watching what happens live with Tiger on a recorded podcast is, Yes, as and it we, goes back. Okay, he's a little long at the ring, so we'll watch that putt here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, like we said, it's Masters week, uh, so golf is going to dominate the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about, Zach, today, so let's I get so. right into it. Let's start today with the take train. Compose season top. Who do you want? You want Blake Griffin? You want Melvin? Hey everybody, here comes the choo choo. You, you want you you want Blake Griffin? Hey everybody, here comes the choo choo. The express line for everything you need to know in sports today. Hop aboard the take train. Ooh, we are aboard the take train today, Zach. As Fred Couples chips in from the from the sand, and it brings us into our first topic that has dominated. Our conversation thus far, it is Masters Week, and there is no better week in golf. Zach, am I right? Absolutely. No, I'm wrong. I hate the Masters. I hate Augusta National. I hate everything about it. They are so full of themselves. Like, every year when you turn on the Masters, now, I will say this year they did a good job, because at the be- but it's only because Tiger's playing. When ESPN brought in coverage, they that had to show. That is true. Sh- Hasn't show- played in a thousand days. They're wanting to show the end of Tiger's in round. The Masters. Yeah, okay. clarify. Yeah, Let yeah. Clarify. Because, Sorry, because he did play a couple weeks ago. But they come in. They're showing Tiger coverage now. But usually they come in. We listen to Scott Van Pelt and Curtis Strange talk for thirty minutes in a cabin that nobody cares about. Then we watch something that was on at six forty-five this morning. Jack Nicholas hit a tee shot. Who cares? Who cares? I saw it this morning. I don't need to see it again. I don't care what Scott Van Pelt and Curtis Strange had to say. I'm watching the Masters. Why? To watch golf. That's what I want to watch is golf. I cannot stand the pretentiousness of the Masters. Drives me absolutely insane. Everyone in this room right now is a little bit distracted by what's going on on the TV. Can we offer anything to the conversation? Yeah, we can try. Let me tell you, though. Oh, you will Yeah, I am going to try. Jamo, we are. I do agree with you. The Masters is very full of themselves because you can't take your cell phones on the course. 
I think that is just a little absurd. It is 2018. Why can't we bring cell phones on the course? That's more understandable, though. And invite they, only, exclusive club. So they are full of themselves. But you know what? That's why I like it, J-Mo. Because it is exclusive, one of a kind, the best of the best. You, wh- what are we doing? Are we at the Masters right now, J-Mo, having a radio show? No, we're watching are we it. we sitting in an apartment doing me, nothing? Okay, okay. Let me tell you. No, we're in a studio. Theater of the mind, Zach. We have to make people think we're Absolute, a big production going on here. Forgive me. Um. Let me tell you something, a little history lesson for you about the Masters. So up until, I don't know what year, but up until pretty recently, it had last last 10 years probably, maybe more, a little bit more than that, somewhere around there, 10 to 12 years, the Masters did not broadcast Friday and Saturday because, like you said, it's exclusive. We're only going to show you the weekend. It's going to be on CBS starting at like 2 o'clock, but we're not going to yep. show you anything else. Then ESPN gets it. They get a little less. They, they let people watch it. But that's what we're talking about. They think they're so exclusive. They're so much better than everybody they else. Do. It's a freaking golf tournament. It drives me absolutely insane. I cannot stand Augusta National and the Masters, how full themselves they are. Absolutely ridiculous. It, it, case in point right here. Tiger Woods goes off. Looks like he's going to win like eight Masters in a row. The most redesigns they've ever done consecutively happened in like the early 2000s range, mid 2000s range when Tigers won in all these tournaments because they had to make the course harder for him. That's why Phil was able to win it. Yep. That's why Bubba was able to win it. Yep. They set it up for lefties. You're saying, yep, yeah, I'm teaching you a lesson, Zach. And I'm agreeing. Yeah, I'm good. taking I'm notes. Glad. I'm, I'm glad. taking notes. I could right tell. Here. I could tell. This is a lecture I'm giving you. So, I, that's, so that's my spiel. I do not like Augusta National, but I do like the Masters tournament. I love watching golf. So I like the tournament, I dislike the people that run it. But we're going to play a little game right now. And I'm going to have to sh- – oh, I can't shut off the TV because our TV doesn't turn back on. But I'm going to sit in front of the TV and block the way. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a little round-robin thing right here, okay? I'm going to go through everybody, okay? We're going to go through – I'm going to have each four of you name one golfer at a time. You're going to have to name five. We're going to name 25 total people Woo-hoo. playing in the Masters. If you miss – if you can't name one, you're out. Okay. Currently, Currently in, in the tournament right now. That's great. I'll go first Wait, okay. because so I have a microphone do, in my be, hand. Exactly. And it's going to be Thank round you. robin. So we're going to go this way. We're going to end at Bruce. And, Bruce, you're going to come back. Here we go. Here we go. Zach, Tiger go. Woods. Tiger Woods. We got one. Calvin. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Bruce, uh, ben. Got Phil Mickelson. Phil. Big Phil. Ooh. Go. Go for it, Bruce. Come on, Bruce. Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. You're you going to have to speak up. Dustin Johnson. Go again. You got another one. Going back? How Just their name. Yeah, they're full. VJ uh, Singh. Okay, good. VJ Singh. Go. I like it. Go for it. Got Charlie Hoffman. Ch- Chuck Hoffman. I don't know. Okay, Calvin is out with All one. Right, I got two. Rory McElroy, and then I got Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. Here we go. Hideki Matsuyama. Hide- oh, Hideki. Nice. Let's go, Bruce. Epi Barn Rat. Oh, Epi Barn. Oh, it's Barn Rat. I'm maybe pronouncing it wrong. Good. You got another one. Come again. This is your fourth one right here, Bruce. I'm, I can, I'm talking for you. I can't give you all the time in the world. Pass. Oh, we got – it's down to two. It's down to two. This is number four right here. Fred Couples. Freddie Couples. Right. Oh, man. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Yep. We got one more. Justin Rose. Did you just look him up? Absolutely not. Did you I'm cheat? Like, no, absolutely Did you not. cheat? Absolutely not. Honor system. Honor code. He cheated? Cheated. Cheater. No. We got a cheater. No. Cheater. Leader. Look, I've looked up the leaderboard. All right, man. Hang on. Hang on. It was already there. Okay, hang on. Master leaderboard. Hang on. And we've already named all hang these Hang on. Dudes. Pause. 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 Is, is Shambo even on there, Cal? No, because he's playing like garbage. Exactly. Okay. Hang on. Pause. 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 You have, to, hey, you have to name one more and you win the game. Here we go. 
Let's hear it, Ben. Ready, go. Sitting pretty at nine over right now. We got Sergio Garcia. <laughs> the champ <laughs> from defending last year. Champ. Defending champ, Sergio Garcia. So Ben wins the game. A little golf clap for Ben right here. A little golf clap. Good, great job, Ben. Um, you win the prize. Great, great work there. Good Masters coverage right there. Um, moving on to something that happened earlier in the week. Finished on Monday. Uh, wait, pause real quick. Did Tiger make that putt? Do we know if Tiger made the putt? I was sitting in front of the TV. Did not see it. Bad radio. Did not see it. Bad radio. Well, Leishman finished at Active minus two. defense. I will let you know in a little bit. Okay, good. I'll stall for you while you find out. Okay, here we go. So, moving on to college basketball talk. March Madness ended on Monday with Villanova defeating Michigan in a route. Tiger made the putt. Tiger made the putt. Good. So, we finished at one over. One over. Okay, good, good, good. Good job, Cal. One point for us. Good work, guys. Um... So Villanova defeated Michigan in the national championship, um, having Michigan having defeated Loyola Chicago and Villanova routing Kansas the game before. And I got a little bit of not to brag moment, not to brag. I said Villanova was the best team in the country back in the Atlantis tournament. So not to brag, but I've, I just I, to I, inform. But us. I've been saying it for a while. You know, that, shit. does that mean that I know basketball better than everybody else? Who's to say? But I did. I've been saying it since November. Is Villanova the future of what college – or not the future. Are they the ideal college basketball team? What makes them ideal? Because they won the championship? Every, no, well, that would, I, I, I would I say that's ideal. I think the ideal team would be the champion right. every year. That would be an ideal team. That's a good point. Let me rephrase the question. Do they play the way that every team needs to play? If, if team, more teams play – everybody is a question. Everybody <laughs> is a threat to score every time they have the basketball. Brunson can drive past anybody, and if yep. you help, they have four other guys on the court at all times. Who can all can, shoot it. That can knock down all shots. get past their defender, jump stopping in the lane. They Fundamentally, they're one of the best teams in basketball. Ben has something to add. He's coming to the mic. Their freakishly athletic center can shoot threes. Their whole team, yep. three-point shooters, dribble, pass, ideal basketball team. That's what you want as a coach. Ideal basketball, let me tell you this. It comes down to recruiting. The coach, he Jay Wright, yeah, Jay, phenomenal, co top three coach in basketball. Great, coach. I don't. That's undebatable. I like, love Jay Wright. Great coach. I'm, a, I'm a big fan too. But it comes down to recruiting. You can, you can let your kids play however you want. But if they can't, if they're not shooting threes, if they can't go past anybody, that's not going to matter. He's recruiting a system, and that's not to say that other coaches don't recruit systems. But it seems like he is recruiting from the outside. It seems like sometimes coaches go through. And because of the pressure of the way college basketball is structured today, they feel pressure to recruit top guys sometimes. And not that top guys yep. aren't good. Coach but like, K. Well, not even, not, not even Coach K, but like the other teams try to keep up with them, yeah. and you can't. Yep. At a certain point, you just have to recruit your system because once you're in like the between like 50, 30, 40 or 50 all the way to like 100 or 150, you can't just pick a guy because he's 51 versus a guy who's 149. You've got to recruit a system at a certain point. That's what Jay Wright has done. Not that he isn't getting the best players in the country, yep. too, but that's what Jay Wright has done. That's why they won a national championship. That's why he has built a dynasty at Villanova. That is, I love watching Villanova play basketball. Great team to watch. Also, really sad news. Uh, we're going to miss Sister Jean. Um, no, we're not. We loved, no, we loved Sister Jean. A moment, just a moment. Let's be a little somber voices here for Sister Jean. We're going to really miss Boo. her a lot. Why are we booing Sister Jean? Overrated. I'm tired of hearing. Look, oh, they, well, they well, had well, a good well, run. Did y'all see the thing where I forget? Hey, if, you're, if you have a full thing to say, you got to come to the microphone. I forget who it was, but someone said that they think Sister Jean was paid for like that. That whole thing was fake. She's not involved with the school at all. It was just like 
Just wow. like Cinderella's. Uh, that, there's no way. That's that, what I saw. That's, someone made it up. No, I, it's like a, a big name in sports radio. I don't know who it was, though. Some I don't watch enough. Probably Colin Cowherd. Jim, Jim, Jim Rome came up with that <laughs> on his show. Jim Rome is burning. But I agree. Uh, oh, my. But look, Sister Jean, conspiracy look, theory. they had a great run. Shout out to Loyola, Chicago. How many of the games they win? Five? Five games? Five in a row. Five, yeah, five in a row. You, no, no, four in a row to get to the uh, – Look, NCAA. regardless, they had a great run. But why aren't we talking – Name one player on the team, J-Mo. One I player. I, I, Exa- I don't name think anyone can. Everyone is obsessive over the woman of the cloth, Sister Jean. Who cares? Sister of the cloth. Who no, wait. cares? Woman, woman, of, the woman of the cloth. I'm Who sorry. cares? That's, that's, that's what I got to say that's about a fine. that. I, look, I love Sister she, Jean. She stole the credit. She didn't steal the she credit. Stole she, the credit. She, she stole the credit. She stole the spotlight. She stole our hearts. That's what she did. She oh, stole our hearts. God. I don't even know if she'll be alive next. That's week. that's what I was gonna say. That's what's so sad is she the went, next time she we, went out on a high note. The next time, <laughs> the next time we hear about Sister Jean is gonna be on Sports Center when she dies, and that's what's so sad. We're never wow. gonna hear about Sister Jean when again. When you put it that way, that's what's sad. I loved Sister Jean. You feel like a death I'm, I'm gonna miss her so much. I'm I'm. A, she. <laughs> That is not somebody's grandma. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I was just thinking old lady. Yeah, well I'm gonna miss I, I am gonna miss Sister Jean. She had a great run. Um you know what we're gonna do? Today's show is dedicated to Sister Jean. For Sister Jean, man. For Sister Jean. What a what a what a special lady she was. Um moving on. Despite our best efforts to ignore it. The NBA season is still going on, and things are happening. It is? It was announced today that Kyrie Irving is out for the season, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I have absolutely no idea what's hurt, what got hurt, how he got hurt. I found out he was hurt about an hour ago when I got a notification on my phone. What, did, what happened to him? Do you know? Yes. Uh, LeBron James has been in the Illuminati, and it was just planned. Okay. They came and just – they just took his took his knee right out of right out of place. It just that's what happened. Good insight. Um, does anybody else know what is happened? That Matt Gonder or Zach Allison? Oh yeah, that was a Gonda quote right we have there. To include him in our show. Does any? Do you know what happened? I'm assuming it, I think it's a knee. It is. What, a knee it is injury. a knee injury. A knee do we injury. know how he got hurt? No. Good. See, He's this been is what, out for a while though. Oh, he hasn't He's been playing been out for a while. For about a month. Oh, I knew that. He got hurt a while ago. Yeah, he is not okay. playing for the Celtics I, I for a while. I assume he got hurt playing basketball. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So we're more informed than we think we are. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the real story going on in the NBA right now. The NBA draft. NBA draft is coming up. Before you know it, teams are already tanking, trying to get their best pick. Here's the question we're all asking: Are the Grizzlies going to get Luka Doncic? Luka, 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 Luka. These Grizzlies. European, European Kobe. No, I'm sorry, European MJ. Oh, That's what he's been God. compared to. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Luka Doncic. Is he the new face of the NBA? That's the question we're all asking. Ben. Not if he goes to the Grizzlies. Ben, come contribute. I will say this. If he goes that, to the Grizzlies. The kid can play. Bust. The kid can play. He is good. Have you watched him play at all? Play on the playground. Nope. Play on play you know, in on what? play in Euro League. Play, play in the Euro League. Play in Euro League. Play in, he plays for uh, plays for Barca. Okay. No, he doesn't. He Barca. Would play for. Can we spell Real that? Madrid. Real, Ma- Real Madrid. Oh, okay. Is that right? He plays for Real Madrid. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was okay. He plays for Real Madrid. You know who else plays for them? Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, but that's a different sport. But same team. It is the same organization. Thank good. You. Congrats, good. Zach. You're on a roll today. Good insight. So, would you rather? Okay, here we go. Here's what we got. We got. 
DeAndre Ayton, Bagley, and Luka. Who are you taking? If I'm the Grizzlies? If you have, yeah, let's the, say you have the number one pick. Oh. Depends on what my team needs. They, no, they, we're the, yeah, you're the Grizzlies. No, you're the, the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Luka Doncic. Luka taking Luka. Absolutely not. DeAndre Ayton. Every, first pick in the draft, that's who you pick. Well, if you're the Grizzlies? If, yes. Why? Mark Gasol, they're getting him out of here. In about I don't a year disagree. Or two. I don't disagree with that. But Why would you it. not take the best player? How, how relevant is a center? In yeah, the there's NBA no today, NBA exactly. team that is built upon a good center, really. That is a good. Davis. Anthony Davis is a four. DeAndre. Uh, DeAndre De- is not I mean, Demarcus Cousins. Shoot the ball. He can play a four. Cousins is what? Marcus also. Yeah, but boogie. Yeah, yeah but the but Pelicans they weren't any good. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying there aren't great centers in the NBA, but none of those teams are any good. That is true. Right. I can't. I, it's no hard team, to argue no that. No team has revolved around the, a center since Shaq. And that's what the that's. I think that's what the, one of the Grizzlies' biggest problems is. I mean, obviously Mike being out's huge. But if you're re, re, if you're resorting to Mark having to score every possession, he's not going to keep up with teams that are played play with ton of possessions and get open looks at three. He's, all of Mark's shots are contested. I mean, he's got great touch, but he's taking contested shots versus people driving and kicking for open shots. You need that all around scoring wing in the NBA. And we've Luka never Doncic had one. Is that all around scoring wing? We've never had. The Grizzlies have never had one. I think that's Rudy a Gay, pick. OJ Mayo. What? Tony is not a premier scoring threat. Um, Tony Allen. Uh, yeah, they never had one. OJ and Rudy was the next best bet, yep. but neither of them can score. You're and they tried to the get. Wing? Yeah, they tried to get okay. Parsons, but Parsons yeah. is not going to be your elite scorer for that team. Yeah. I, uh, what, what? What's wrong with Parsons? He got a max know. contract, and he's just. I mean, I guess they're. I mean, I, I, my. I hope. Here's what I said last year too. Last year he was hurt. And they didn't want to rush him back because they wanted him to be healthy for this year. And this year, since they're kind of tanking they a little bit, I don't think they're in a rush to bring that. him back. But that means he hasn't played competitive basketball for real in two years. Yeah, that's And you're tough. paying him way too much a money. A lot of money, yeah. But at least we got rid of Brandon Wright. I guess so. Okay. I guess we did get rid of Brandon Wright. Yeah, so now we don't have to pay him uh, that much. Wright. All right, let's transition a little bit uh, to a new topic. Uh, the fifth stop on the take train today. Um, or maybe fourth stop. I forget what stop, how many stops we've been on. Here we go. Moving on. The other day, last week for us was spring break. Spring break is a beautiful time in college person in college person's life. I was almost going to say a college man's life, but we don't want to be discriminatory here. Wouldn't call myself a man at amateur hour. Yeah, neither would I. Um, so, I was driving home from the beach, um, and while I drive, I like to have a little uh, little video on. Not that I'm looking at it, but just you know. The audio for that two and a half hours is very consistent. I don't have to touch my phone for that time. I stay off my phone so I don't text and drive. So I'm preaching safety here, if Responsible. anything. Point being, I'm sitting there. I watched The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. You just said you didn't watch it. They were on. How okay. about that? They were on. The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises were on. Okay. He has the visuals memorized. Yeah, yes. exactly. See, I'm, it it's like radio, theater yeah. of the mind a Got little it. bit. I'm seeing it Got in my it. head. Um, two of the best opening scenes in the history of filmmaking is that first scene with the Joker robbing the bank and the scene with Bane in the plane. So, my question to you, what is the best opening scene of any movie of all time? Well, if I had to take a pick... Blood and Bone. I've never seen Blood and Bone. I'm going with The Lion King. Lion King's a good one? I think that's one of the best one of the best opening scenes Nemo. that there is. Finding Nemo's a good one? Yeah, Finding Nemo's Finding a good one? Finding Nemo. Anemone. 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 Star Wars. That's not the opening scene. The opening scene is when... Is Whoa, he is in the anemone. No, yeah, but that's not... No, it's he's showing the egg in the opening right, scene. Right, but then they go up into the anemone. But that's not the opening scene anymore. Oh, my. That is in the opening scene. So Zach doesn't understand the game very well. Finding Nemo's a good one. Um, I like Pulp Fiction. 
Uh, Pulp Fiction's a good one. Uh, you know, opening scene where they're, uh, wait, what's that? What is the opening scene of Pulp Fiction? Oh, when they go in there and he says, uh, and he says, he says the quote from the Bible that isn't a real quote from the Bible, and then he shoots him in the head. That's not even top ten. Not top 10. Not Pulp top Fiction. 10. Pulp Fiction. Okay, so we have Bruce here. Bruce has the definitive list. I know the top. Um, the top we man. have the top 10. Okay, go through. Right, Lion number, King is on. number one. Here, here you go. Let me go. Number 10. Number 10 on the definitive list of the best opening scenes of all time is. A movie called Narc. Narc. Never seen Narc. Never, never seen, seen it. it. No one seen Narc. Never seen Amazing that. Amazing opening scene. Though. Great opening. It's a, it, no, a tenth best. There's tenth nine best. better. There's yes. nine better. But the number nine best opening scene of any movie of all time is. The Godfather Part Two. The Godfather Part Two. Have seen that? I have not seen that. Okay, one. so I'm by myself there. Here we go. I can take the that one. Though. Eight? Are we in eight? Yes. The eighth best opening scene of any movie of all time, definitively, according to Bruce Bright. Source. Where is this from? This what source is this? this? What is, source uh, is this? Thefilmstage.com. Thefilmstage.com. Oh, that's, that's the correct. premier site yes. for ranking films. Go yes. ahead. This one got kind of screwed over. Eight is Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, the original oh. Star Wars. Great scene though. When great when, scene. When they they all all the uh all the uh clones. Storm the uh, storm the rebel storm the spaceship, base. and then yes, Darth Vader comes in with the no, lightsaber. No, no, that, no, he comes in a little bit after, which would not make it the opening scene. It's still the, the same, same scene. scene. No, so is Finding Nemo. No, it's not. The anemone, You walk. He 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 swims he in. He's not alive. The, I know the the daddy. He's alive. The daddy is. The daddy. His name is Marlin. Marvin. Yeah. Marlin. 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 That's what I said. Have you even seen Finding Nemo? Marlin. Okay, Zach is not qualified to talk about this topic. Number the thing, no, this is we're at number hour. seven. This is number seven, right? Seven. Yeah, wait, 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 let me introduce it first. Okay, the number seven best opening scene of any movie of all time is Touch of Evil. Touch of Evil. Never seen. Never that. Is that, is that a horror movie? Touch. Also, number six, Night of the Living Dead. Also, never seen. Okay, well, you just jumped. Okay, so Bruce, Bruce, wow. Bruce stole their thunder. Spoiled it a little bit. Okay, so we, we, we that was we, number six. So that one number didn't have a lot of buildup. Okay, top well, they're five. kind of important. Okay, now we're on five. These are this big. Here we go. Top, These five. Are top five. The top number five. five. Here we go. Do, do, do. The number five best movie of all time, according to Bruce's, or best opening scene of any movie of all time, according to Bruce's definitive list, is. Mission Impossible 3. Mission Impossible. Great. Mission Impossible, some great ones. Oh, what about James Bond movies? Great opening oh, scene. Yeah, those don't. All, all the James great. Bond movies. Yeah, none of them make the top 10. None of them make the top 10? None. Those are great, though. When they go, I guess there's always action in the I, opening yeah. of James Bond. Well, Bruce has a definitive list. So That's I guess true. We are dead. We are wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. The number four movie on the. the excuse me. The number four best opening scene of any movie of all time is. Train Spotting. What the train. That, that sounds like a movie. Train that, that sounds like an activity. Like the description that for it. That sounds like I sit on my balcony and watch trains train go by. The description spotting. for it is choose like life. That's it. Choose, that's the only description for the what? description the, for the entire movie. Train spotting is choose, choose life. life. Period. Is it choose like wow. What a that's stupid list. That is incredibly horrible. Throw the list in the garbage. Yeah, that's not a good... Okay, here we go. I got I got train spotting right here. Here we go. It's a 1996 British black comedy film starring Ewan McGregor. I've never heard of any of these people. Ewan McGregor is uh, Obi-Wan in Star Wars. Oh, okay, okay. In the in the old ones? In the old ones? Or like that he's not new Obi-Wan. He's not he's, young Obi-Wan. I think Obi-Wan. he's uh, in episodes four, five, and six. Though. Okay, so he's... Yeah, old Obi-Wan. Oh, no, yeah. oh, no he's new. The, I think he's the new one. Sorry. Yeah, he's the new Obi-Wan. Oh, the new new Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Oh, it got an Academy Award nomination. It follows a group of heroin addicts in an economically depressed area of Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh? How do you say that? Edinburgh? And their passage through life beyond drug addiction, other themes in the film, are exploration of urban poverty and squalor in culturally rich Edinburgh. 
Not Sound, in, wow. Not Sound, intrigued. Sounds like a riveting I movie. I will not go home and watch yeah, that. Might be not. a bad movie. Great opening scene. Okay. Yeah, one of the best, apparently. What did, that was number three, right? That was number four. That's okay. Right. That's true. It could be a bad movie. We're just writing the opening scene. Absolutely. Here we go. The number three on the list of the greatest opening scenes in any movie of all time is... Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, that's the movie... Wait a minute. That's not the movie... Oh, that was about the million ways to die in the it's West. It's not Seth MacFarlane. No, no. no. this is an old Seth movie. I haven't movie. heard of that one either. This is an old movie in color, but old still. Okay, old movie. Okay, number okay. two. So num- the number two on the list, on the Bruce's definitive list of the greatest movie opening scenes of any movie of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one. You got the big boulder rolling too. Good, good one. Hey, why does it always have to be snakes? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I feel you. So the number one. This is number one. Number no movies are better. One. Number one. No, 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 no movies debate. are better. Here we go. Of the great number Trouble. one on the list. Number one on the list of the greatest opening scenes of any movie of all time is Jaws. 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 John, uh, what's the name of the guy? John Williams is the is the composer. Also composed Star Wars. Star Wars. There we go. Yeah, good stuff. Did so, you know? Did yeah. you know that, Zach? Or, I did not know that. You learn something new every day. You do learn something new. Um, okay, good, good, uh, good. Thank you, Bruce, for uh, the definitive list. No problem. Um, good stuff. Okay, now on to the last stop on the take train for the day. It's a lot of stops. This is the last stop, though. Last one. We have LeBron versus Nick Saban. Wow. In one of the greatest debates Two of, the best of all ever. time. So if you are unfamiliar with this story, um, Zach, give us a little uh, give us a little intro into what this story I'll is. I'll give you a little quick intro. So basically Alabama football and Nick Saban had a little had a little show in the barbershop. They talk a little bit about football, you know, some of Alabama's old players like uh, Julio Jones, Eddie Jackson, you know, Nick Saban's in there, they're just talking. Then LeBron comes out and says, whoa. Well, Nick Saban said something first, right? Or did LeBron say something oh, first? Oh, no, LeBron said something first because oh, he saw it. They, they just did the show. And LeBron came on and said, whoa, that's not going to be happening. Y'all are uh, – I own that. I own the barbershop. He, LeBron James, like I said earlier in the Illuminati, he, he owns all the barbershops. And you can't talk sports in a barbershop. Well, well don't give your opinions. We're just giving you the uh, – Oh, excuse me, facts yeah, only. Facts only so, right now. So Nick Saban comes out and goes – responding to LeBron goes – LeBron is a great player. Yeah, well, let's let I'll play. Let me play you the know, LeBron better, clip first. Here idea. we go. Play the LeBron clip. Here it. Uh, here's what LeBron said. Oh, that this is a commercial. So let's. Uh, add, let's oh, the Home Depot commercial. Wow, I love the Home Depot. We don't want to give them free pub though. Probably shouldn't be talking about the Home Depot Lowe's too much. Is cool too. Lowe's is good too. Menard, if you're in the Midwest, Menards is a great store That's too. Right. Equal publicity for everybody. Here we go. Um, here's what LeBron said. You guys know Nick Saban more than I do. Um, from a media perspective, not saying you personally. From a media perspective, you guys know Nick Saban more than I do, so that's exactly what I would think he would say. Um, but I built uninterrupted for a reason for, for us athletes to have a platform to be able to speak about, you know, whatever we want to talk about. And um, uh, I respect him as a coach, but I'd be damned if I allow someone to uh, you know, use our platform or try to, you know, you know, do the same thing we're doing and, you know, just think it's okay, so. The lawyers will figure it out. Wow. What a quote from from LeBron. So, after he said that, Nick Saban um, was asked about something in his press conference, and he responded in kind with this. 
No, I don't, I don't have a reaction to it. I think LeBron James is a great player. Um, there's been at least 20 barbershop type things I've seen on TV. I didn't know anybody owned that. I didn't even know he had one. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, anybody could be offended by something that we were just having fun with. And uh, I enjoyed it, and um, we're going to continue to do it. Uh, well, hold on. I Wait. want to correct you, J-Mo. Okay. That was said before LeBron said. That's so what I LeBron's, thought. LeBron's answer was to that <laughs> quote by Nick Saban. That's what I thought. So you're not correcting me. You're correcting yourself. Right. Yeah, you're they right. – yeah, don't. Hey, you're, you seem like you're passing blame a little bit, Zach. You got to own Whoa. up. Whoa, correct. That's how I said it went down. Oh, okay, okay. Excuse me. Pardon me. Anyway, so point being is Nick Saban says I'm not going to respond to it, and then responds to it. Um, but this entire thing is absolutely ridiculous. Neither one of them invented. Okay, wait. Hang on a second. Before we get too far into this, I've got an analogy for you. So let me play my Colin Cowherd analogy game intro. I want to start with this. If we had a fast food tournament based on sales, the top three would be, you can figure this out, McDonald's, and then Subway, and Starbucks. Nobody could argue that. But the minute you add a fourth, number four is Burger King. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wendy's doesn't get in. You can have a tournament without a Frosty. No, you can't have a tournament without a Frosty. Colin, and that is why we're playing today the Colin Cowherd analogy game where you take something happening in sports and relate it to middle America, something everybody can understand. Um, so this this is kind of like two kids in elementary school. Remember you used to take art class when you were in elementary school. Do you like art class, Zach? I did like art Big class. artist. It got a so little messy, though. It's like two kids in elementary school. Teacher says, draw a picture of whatever you want. And one kid says, I'm going to draw a dog. Okay. The other kid's like, oh, wow, that's a good idea. I'm going to draw a dog, too. And then the one first kid goes, hey, Mr. McGillicuddy, Stacy's copying me. And uh, But neither of them invented pictures of dogs. Neither one of them was the first one to draw a picture of a dog. Absolutely ridiculous. That's what happened in here. It's like LeBron LeBron thinks that he was the first one to have this idea. You know what? I'm going to take it a step further. You know what? You know who's he? He's, LeBron is infringing upon the right uh, of the copyright of God, the Bible. The Bible. That was the when God's that's talking a big to Adam. Accusation. When when God's talking to Adam in the Garden of Eden, that's the first interview ever. And what LeBron did in the barber shop wow. is basically the same idea. We cracked the code. So so LeBron's too so busy yelling at Saban, he's not realizing that he's uh kind of uh full of himself right there. What noise is that? Was that your phone? That was a FaceTime. Uh, you got it. Your, Sorry. your phone going off? Yeah. Very professional here at Amateur Hour. Yep, forgive me. Good thing this is Amateur Hour. Point being, though, point being, neither one of them invented this idea. LeBron is an idiot. You had me, and then you lost me with the whole Jesus thing. God thing. Sorry. God thing. Well, that was the first interview. Yeah, uh, kind of. I guess that's an interview uh, for names. It's kind of an interview. Or what? It, are, are you and I talking right here? Are we? When I asked you, that's a conversation. when I asked you, when I asked you, what was the best uh, opening scene of any movie of all time? That's an interview question. I think it's an interview question. We semantics here is what we're getting into now. Okay, they copied the Tonight Show. The Tonight Show. They copied, and I'm sure yep. the Tonight Show copied somebody else. Yeah. So, so point is, shut up, LeBron. Right? Do you agree? That's right. I do agree. But and, and but I. But you think, don't seem to have strong opinions. LeBron, on oh, the I do. I was just. I was, you, I was getting held back. So LeBron basically said in his interview, "I've made this thing uninterrupted, so we can have, so I can give athletes a, a platform to talk about sports." But Alabama football is a whole bunch of athletes talking about sports. So why would LeBron get mad at that if he made that? 
if he actually is concerned about athletes having right. a good. He, LeBron literally he came out of his mouth. I did this for athletes to have a platform, and these are at current athletes in the NFL and Nick Saban having a platform to talk. What's what's wrong with that? Hey, and you got to talk into the microphone if you have something to say. Okay, he doesn't want to get up. Then yell, just yell what you were gonna say. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, we he wants them active to do team. it on his dime. Yeah, on, on his dime. Uninterrupted. So he wants them to do it on uninterrupted. Here, no, it's like it's like a Twitter thing or a Facebook show. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like you, it's like a video, like Instagram Live. I don't watch it. Yeah, I've never yeah, watched. You know it in my what? Life. Who cares about LeBron? Well, if it's He's lost five channel, finals. I've watched many YouTube videos by the channel uninterrupted. Here's here's what I think. Here's what I think. Okay, LeBron is treats himself as a business. Everything LeBron does is super calculated. You know what I mean? Everything he does is calculated. And so when someone there has to be a reason he's saying this. I don't know what the reason is. I can't maybe they just want someone he just wants the narrative to stay on him so people are talking. He's very arrogant. You know what he's like? Well, he makes he's money. like the masters. Well, That's what he's like. His worth goes up in like terms of sponsorships and stuff when people talk about him, I'm sure. I'm sure he is worth more the more people talk about him. This is just a way that he can make sure people are talking about him by responding to this, making this a thing. I guess so. I mean, you know, he's going after the GOAT, Nick Saban, so. Unbiased. Uh, unbiased. Yeah. unbiased. Opinion. Oh, that, no, 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 that was a fact. <laughs> it's either him or Bear, right? Either him or the Bear. Nick Saban. I'm just, I was just saying that because that's what an Alabama fan would say. Okay, here we go. Our last segment of the day is a new segment we want to play. Um. It is called Theater of the Mind. Excuse me one second. <coughs> oh, God. Okay. Let me get get a swig of water here. I think I might be dying. Hey, you're human. You're human. We're, it's all good. It's okay. Don't die on us. Look, Sister Jean and <laughs> Sister of the Cloth and J-Mo might be going down. Yeah, I can't. I can't. down the same path. I can't go before Jean. Okay. So, last game. We're going to last segment of the day today. We're going to play a new game we call Theater of the Mind. Because that's what this is. That's all radio is. That's all pod- the theater of the mind, you know? We have to paint the picture for you so you understand. And to do that today, we are going to pull up something that we're watching in sports, and we're going we're gonna to actively commentate it for you. So today, just ha- so happens, we got the Masters tournament on today. And so we're going to jump into coverage here um, of a replay of the Masters. Hopefully this doesn't infringe upon anyone's copyrights, but I don't think it will. I think we're going to be okay. Um, so we're going to jump into coverage here with this next shot. Let's get into character here. Let's get into character here, Zach. Here we go. Here we go. On the green here. Looks like uh, about a 20-footer 20, 20 here. A 25 For footer. Adam Hadwin. He's the co-leader at here we four go. under. The putt is just left. Just a little cut. bit left. It was a little left-to-right breaker. Zoomed past a little bit to the left. He's he by himself a little tap-in. He will tap-in for par. Tap-in par. Minus four for Adam Hadwin. He is the co-leader on the day good back nine for him so far four birdies uh one bogey on 14 played aim in corner one under par better than the field today and that's going to be the key got a birdies par five next up uh we'll go over to zach allison on the fairway at 18 here we go we got bubba watson approach shot to the green it is up in the air the clear blue skies lands in the green it is oh about 10 feet away from the pin nice shot for bubba there Great shot by Bubba. 18's been getting people all day. Good to have him below the hole. Good putt. We'll go ahead and we'll go back here now to 17. Patrick Reed on the green putting for par. He's got about what? What do you think here, Zach? Five feet? That's about five, six feet for par. 
This would be. This is not an easy putt. It's got a slightly right to left break right here. Let's see what he does. He's lining it up. He comes in for the putt. Here we go. Approaches that. He's been putting the ball well all day. Kind of right behind it. The nice Odyssey player right here. It's about half a cup outside. He's aiming right here. Oh, good stroke. Nice. Drained it. Stroke Great par. par right there for Patrick Reed. On the nice par. On the tee with Jordan Spieth at nine. Two under. Two under on the day. What's the wind doing out there on nine today, Zach? Uh, it's, a, it's a fairly calm day. We got a little three to four mile per hour wind east to west. Good draw off the tee for Spieth. It's going a little bit left into the oh. woods. Turned just a little bit too much. Got really lucky. In the rough. Bounced a tree and got out there in clear space. He's going to have to hit another draw here with his next shot, but that, he but should be in good playable. shape. Good very playable. playable. Playable shot. We're about to have to go to a commercial here. We'll go to one more uh, one more here. Hey, don't forget, folks, uh, sign up for the Hit the Ball Far, Chip It Close, and Put It Well Challenge. You can do that on that website, uh, what I just said, .com. It's a uh, good site. Uh, all these kids, good any side. any skill level good can sign up for this tournament. And uh, that was... Theater of the Mind. Let's get a little golf clap for Theater of the Mind. Mashed potatoes. I think we got it. That's actually one of the phrases banned this year at the Masters. Yes. Mashed potatoes and dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Is another you know, one. Uh, Bud Light. We don't want to give free pub. No pub. We love. We like Miller Light right. too. Miller if Light. We're, if we're of age. That's right. There we go. If we are of age. They yeah. made t-shirts because dilly dilly is banned. So instead of saying it, you can wear it. Okay. I thought there was a dress code at uh, the Masters. But. You can wear it as an undershirt. They, wow. You can still wear wow. it. Wow. Great point. Moving on to our next segment. Uh, we're going to end every show like this. Um, today in sports history. So, Zach, you want to give our first one courtesy of Christopher Weber um, at uh, – well, I'll let you tell it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. On this day, 25 years ago, Chris Weber in the championship game versus North Carolina called the timeout that he did not – have to have it get a technical foul and lose the game for Michigan. From this day, Fab Five RIP. From this day forward, thanks to Chris Weber, every coach and every timeout says we have this many timeouts or we have no more timeouts. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris Weber. My fun fact in the history of sports today: in 1904, the first international rugby league match was played between England and other nationalities. Welsh and Scottish players in Central Park, Wigan, England. Just like the English to just pick the two little-ass countries right next to them. What sport and is say, that? Rugby. Rugby. Say, rugby. say let's go play rugby. In, in the first international match. See, you're, yes. Now you're repeating exactly what I That's said. That's right. Perfect. You're on board. I'm on board. You got it. Well, that was a, I, I don't think there's any better way to end the show than what we did right there. I think that was phenomenal. I'm Good take phenomenal right there. Mood. Excellent. That was Amateur Hour today. Um, a lot of good stuff. Big day in sports. We will be back next week with who won the Masters. More Masters talk, obviously. Got to talk a lot of golf. We will be back next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. We are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.